Yes, yes, NFL week one, back with the newest edition of what you've been missing, Cash Considerations. My name is the Philly Zoo. With us today, we have 95.7 The Game's Own, 10 to 2 p.m., Monday through Friday, Bonte Hill. Bonte, thank you for being here. Hey, man, always a pleasure, man. Week one NFL season, let's set the tone, baby, and win some people some, some extra cash for Christmas. All right, let's do it. So... Just to go over the way that we do this show, number one, we go over a two-team seven-point teaser. Second, we do a three-team ten-point teaser, and we end the show with our best bet. Let's get right to it. Bonte Hill, your number, your two-team seven-point teaser for week one. Oh, week one. This was a, I, I felt like there was a few options here. You could have gone Jaguars, you know what I mean? You could have gone Saints if you think they're just going to win the game against the Houston Texans. There's a couple ways you can go with the two-team seven-point teaser this week. But I'm going with the Seahawks and the Eagles. And on a lot of books, the Eagles could be giving away 10 and a half, 10. Um, for the sake of this pod, let's say 10 and a half, which you're giving three and a half. But you know what? In the seven-point teaser, I think the Eagles are going to roll. Um, I don't care what the number is. I see them winning by double digits easy, going away against the Skins team, bringing in Case Keenum. Don't have your left tackle on Trent Williams. Darius guys could be playing in his first regular season football game. I'm not sure about AP status. It looks like uh, at the time of this recording that he may not play in Philadelphia. And let's be honest, this Eagles team is stacked. Uh, Wentz is back. The receiving core is back. Deshaun Jackson is back in the 215. You have tight ends. You have running backs. I mean, this team on both sides of the football is absolutely loaded and will be uh, ready to go here after winning the Super Bowl a couple years ago. They're still ticked off, I bet, over losing that playoff game, the divisional round game against the Saints last year, where they were going down for the game-winning score. Alshon Jeffrey drops a pass. Saints pick it off. They advance to the NFC Championship. Eagles had that game. They controlled it, in my opinion. Eagles rolling that one. That's the first leg here. Then the second leg is Seattle. Playing Cincinnati after bringing in Clowney from Houston. Uh, you still have Dwayne Brown at left tackle. You have Ziggy Yonson now playing the third down role. They're looking to go and t- reclaim the NFC West in 2019. Russell Wilson's here. We know about Tyler Lockett. What about T- DK Metcalf here looking to make a splash here in Seattle? That crowd's going to be roaring. And let's be honest with Cincinnati, you don't have A.J. Green. So that means added attention on Joe Mixon. Bobby Wagner, K.J. Wright, they're going to be all over the run game in Cincinnati. They're going to rattle Andy Dalton. I'm not believing in Mr. Boyd as your only playmaker here in the wide receiver position. I don't see Cincinnati keeping it close. So with the Seattle Seahawks giving nine and a five, nine nine and a half points, excuse me, in a seven-point teaser, bringing down under a field goal. So now Seattle's favored by two and a half. All I need to do to, is for the Hawks to win by three. I see that happening. My two-team teaser, fellas, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Eagles, Hawks, two-team, seven-point teaser. Love that. Going with the two bird teams here uh, in week one of the NFL season. Well, I like it a lot. I like it enough that I bet it two weeks ago. Uh, <laughs> I bet this exact uh, wager you just uh, uh, laid out for us, except I took the Eagles 
That line at the time two weeks ago was eight and a half, so I moved in the seven point tees down to one and a half, and I got the Seahawks down to two and a half. So, you know, with preseason, these games, these lines are out in week one for a lot longer than they are any other week. Every other week, you have seven days to to adjust and see the lines, but in week one, you have all off season. These lines have been up for well over a month. So I took the risk of putting down my money early to the fact that maybe there could have been an injury in game four preseason, but I locked in a better number. Now I'm seeing lines even as high as 11.5 at five dimes. I'm seeing 10.5 at pinnacle. So there's really not a, a, a number under 10 to be found in this Eagles game at this point. And that's public money and some sharp action that came in and juiced that number up over the 10. Um, so absolutely, I love that tease, Eagles. We're going to give you, for the podcast purpose even, we're going to give you, there's a lot of 10s hanging out there, right. so we'll give you the 10. We'll give move it 10. down to 3. Right. I like it. And we're going to move Seattle from 9.5 down to 2.5. Okay, so for my two-team teaser, I'm going to actually fade a team that everyone's very high on this year. And I myself am high on them. I think right. this team is... You know, one of the best teams in the NFL. You have an excellent head coach. You almost got to the Super Bowl last year. Yep. You got a, a, a MVP a candidate, a quarterback, and you have weapons all over the right. field, not to mention adding now Shady McCoy to a backfield that already had Damian Williams. All that being said, the NFL is week to week. And just because a team is promising and I see them as a contender in the AFC and maybe a Super Bowl contender does not mean that I'm going to bet on them each week. And you have to you have to approach handicapping situationally. And in this situation, week 1 in Jacksonville, mm. in a game where Nick Foles is making his debut, you have a defense that 2 years ago was maybe the best defense in football. One of the strangest things I've seen in years was the regression of the Jacksonville Jaguars defense from two years ago to last year. Right. It was very odd to me. I think they return to form. I think they come back very strong this year as one of the best defenses. I'm getting them at home, and I'm getting three and a half points. And in the seven-point teaser, I'm bumping it up to ten and a half. Mm. So I'm getting over. In the NFL, anyone that knows about betting will tell you the key numbers are three, seven, and no ten. Doubt. No and if you can get it over that 10 points to 10 and a half with a home dog and a better defense, and Jacksonville's a better defense yeah, here, make no, no mistake. Doubt. No doubt. I'm getting the better defense, and I'm getting a healthy Leonard Fournette. He's ready to go I now. Like that too. And we're getting a non-Blake Bortles Jaguars. Mm. You can't underestimate that. I'm going to take the Jaguars as the first leg of my two-team teaser. Second leg... You know, it makes for boring radio or podcast or talk show when we agree on something sometimes because we're redundant. But, you know, we don't go over what games we're going to do before the show starts. I already told you I love the Eagles at the number I got it at. Now it's at 10.5. I'm not going to use it here, but I am going to use Seattle because that's still at 9.5, and, and I'm going to get it down to 2.5. Anytime I can get a team that I strongly feel will win the game under a field goal at home in Seattle – you got Jadavian Clowney now ready to go. You got this team that is without AJ Green, the Bengals. I don't Big think loss. the I don't think the Bengals are going to be any good this year. No. I mean, I don't see no. much to like. Mm -mm. And with that Seattle home crowd, we all know they're one of the best in football. You think week one they're not going to be ready to go? That no, crowd? No doubt. They're going to be amped up. up. I'm going to take Seattle 
I'll move them down to two and a half, along with Jacksonville plus ten and a half as my two-team seven-point teaser. Love that. Love that. Especially Kansas City. A lot of people will be riding on them in that offense. And they'll score some points. But I need to see that defense to believe if they're real. I need to see if Frank Clark is a difference maker like D4 to Justin Houston inside that defense. And they're, for the technical purposes, they're switching to a 4-3 defense now. Uh, so they switched up their whole front. You have a young safety in Juan Thornhill, rookie, uh, who I'm very high on, but don't, he's a rookie. Nick Foles is a veteran, and I do think the Jaguars will be, able, will be able to pound the football with Leonard Fournette in this game and control the clock. And I think their defense, they'll be flying around for sure, and they'll make a couple plays against Mahomes. Won't shock me if the Jaguars win the game. No, nah, not I'll at all. Now. Not at all. All right. So we're going to move on to the three-team 10-point teaser. A lot of books will call this a sweetheart teaser because what they think is, you know, uh, it's, you're a sweetheart to think you're going to win this bet. <laughs> because you're a sucker to, to bet three teams. But, you know, the way I see it, if you feel good about three different games and you're getting 10 right. points of value on each of them, mm-hmm. I've made a, quite a bit of money on, on sweet tea, as I call them, because I enjoy drinking them down. <laughs> so, uh, Bonte Hill, what is your three-team, 10-point sweet tea? Well, I like consistency. Consistency. And I like the best, bet the best games out there. Um, I don't like to just play every single game on the board. I like to keep it simple, cross games off the board. And there's a lot of, again, like I said, in the two-team, seven-point tees, there's a number of different ways you could have gone. But with the three-teamer, I'm going to keep it simple. I'm going to take those same Eagles, and I'm going to take those same Seahawks and use the sweet tee to where all they have to do is win the football game. Now, And we broke those games down uh, at length in depth. But then here's the third game. And I love this game. Nobody's really talking about it. It's Falcons-Vikings. Two potentially high-powered offenses. We know about Minnesota, Dalvin Cook, and their receivers, Adam Thielen and Stephon Diggs. Um, Kirk Cousins is still a question mark, but I believe, believe he'll be able to move the football against Atlanta. But I also like the Falcons defense. And they just, they just paid, paid Julio Jones $64 million at signing. Uh, he's got all his chips, 90%, 97% of his guarantee right there at signing. Um, the Falcons are going to be loaded too. So I love this over. Uh, you can get the over at 47, but in a sweetheart teaser, you're telling me I can get it at 37 mm. where all I need is a 20, 37 type of score mm-hmm. or a 20 to 17 type of score. Give me that. There will be 40 points scored in this game. So I'm going to tease down that over and make it 37 in the Falcons-Vikings game. I love that over. If you bring it down under 40, I do believe one of these teams are going to score at least 30 in a game. So all I need is 10 from the other team. There will be points scored uh, up there in Minnesota. The horn will be blowing. But there will be some fireworks in this game. I love the over. Bring it down to 37 from 47. Falcons-Vikings over. Okay, so Bonte throws in a total. I was not expecting that, but... You know, betting is all about numbers. And when you can get a number you like and you can move a spread 10 points, you know, you get in where you fit in. And I agree that that game's going to go over 37. I like it. Uh, so to review, Bonte is using Seattle. He's moving them down from 9.5 to just have to win the game to pick them. They're technically plus a half a point, but that doesn't matter because as long as they win, you win. Same with the Eagles. Even if you're getting it at 10.5, he's moving it down to minus a half. So as long as they win, you win. 
Eagles, Seahawks, and the over in the Falcons-Vikings game, over 37 points. I like that sweet tea. I have to agree with it. All right. Moving on to my sweet tea. Wow. Week one, we're keeping it kind of boring because we're agreeing so much. But I have to say the Eagles and the Seahawks are the best candidates for a sweet tea this week. When you can get two home favorites Mm -hmm. that you strongly feel confident will win the game and all they have to do is win the game and you can eliminate the point spread, how can I go away from that? I can't disagree even in the slightest bit (laughs) and I have to use both of those two teams because I will be just shocked if one of those loses. If the Eagles or Seahawks lose, I will be just bamboozled. Blown away. Blown Blown away. away. It could happen. I'm not saying it won't because anytime. You think something's guaranteed? It's like, my, it's like my dad, Ronnie Singer, said, you know, what's obvious is obviously wrong. Right. So you never know in the NFL. But I feel pretty damn good about the Eagles and Seahawks winning. So we're going to roll with that. For the third leg of my sweet tea, I'm going to use something pretty funky here because a lot of people will, I think, disagree. Because I'm, I'm going to, not only am I going to fade a team that a lot of people like, in the Dallas Cowboys, who just right. got back Ezekiel Elliott. Right. And they have Dak Prescott, and they got Amari Cooper, and they're at home, right. and they're playing in a division game. A lot of people like Dallas to win. And, hey, I think Dallas will probably win. Yeah, I think yeah. Dallas will win the game. But you're going to give me 7.5 points with the Giants on the regular spread, mm-hmm. and then I'm going to add 10, and I'm going to get over 17.5. Yep. So you're telling me that Dallas got to win by 18 for me to lose this bet. And I got the better running back, in my opinion. I got Saquon Barkley. I got the better running game. I mean, it's hard to say anybody's better than Zeke, but if there's somebody, it's Saquon, right? And you got Eli Manning. You know, there's problems there, but he's won two Super Bowls, hasn't he? You think he's going to get blown out in week one in a division game? Right. Giants defense, are they that bad? I'm not sure. We, we haven't seen, but they're an NFL defense. Right. I don't think they're, they're going to get embarrassed in week one. I don't think they're losing by more than 17. Even if they lose by 17, I catch the ticket. Okay? So I'm taking Eagles, Seahawks, New York Giants, plus 17 and a half as my three-team 10-point sweet tea. I like the teaser, but it's a risky one. No doubt about it. Scare money doesn't make money. And that's the play here for you, Philly. Um, but the thing is with the Giants... I wonder, like a, thir- a score like 31 13 beat you. A score right. like 34 13 beat you. That's the score that that's and, the score and this Cowboys are. defense is really, really good. Uh, they have high hopes there in Dallas, Texas. There's no doubt Zeke's back. Uh, this game is usually nip and tuck. It's usually a dog fight, especially early on. We've seen this game over and over on Sunday Night Football, Fox, the game of the day, where New York goes down to Dallas and they're wearing their blues uniforms right. as Dallas wear their, you know, their white jerseys at home, which is tradition down there in Dallas. But it, this game scares me for the Giants because no Golden Tate who's suspended. You, you know, you do still have you still have Evan Ingram and Sterling Shepard, and you got Saquon Barkley who's gonna. Attract a lot of attention, there's no doubt. But can the Giants score enough early on? You know, will this defense be able to hold down Dallas with, you know, let's face it, Amari Cooper found himself in Dallas. Ezekiel Elliott will give Amari Cooper a lot of chances to go one-on-one, and then Dak has a lot to prove. Um, so this that's a risky one, Philly. That's not a bet I would make. Um, the Giants should be able to keep this close and not lose by 18 points. 
But it's a scary one, man. I could see Dallas running away with it. I mean, as far as the Giants' offense is concerned, what I'm, what I'm asking from them essentially is two touchdowns. Give me two touchdowns, and I feel pretty confident covering 17 and a half that Dallas won't score that many points, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, everything you said is true, and I would not take the Giants, like, plus seven. Right. I wouldn't be taking that. And I might not even take them plus seven and a half. <laughs> but plus 17 and a half, yeah. I feel pretty good about. Okay, so let's move on. Last segment of cash considerations. Week one is our best bet. Now, um, it's, it's any game on the board, but there's no spread manipulation. Right. In the first two, we did, you know, teasers. And, you know, people love teasers. And I love them. I've made right. more money on NFL teasers than any sports betting thing I've, I've done. But sometimes you just you want to take the best bet on the board and not worry about another team connected to right. it. You just want to fire on right. one spread. And that's what we're going to do to end the segment. Bonte Hill, what is your best bet for week one? This is going to shock you. And nobody's really talking about this game, but that team in New York City, not the Giants, the one in green, the New York Jets, Sam Darnold in the second season, Robbie Anderson will have a bigger role in Adam Gase's offense. Oh, and they got that guy, Le'Veon Bell. And I just love this defense. I love the defense led by Jamal Adams at free safety. He's a football player. When you want to talk football and you think about football and you think about collisions and making plays on the football, Jamal Adams makes them. And that's why he's a player that he makes me sick because I know the 49ers could have had him in the draft a couple years ago, but instead they selected Solomon Thomas. We can talk about that another day. Also, Quentin Williams in the middle. You got the Williams wall. Leonard Williams and Quentin Williams on this defense. I think this defense is going to be flying around. You got Greg Williams who will be blitzing this young Buffalo Bills offense. Now, I know Frank Gore is still there in the backfield. They have this dynamic running back out of Florida Atlantic named Devin Singletary. And Josh Allen, he makes some plays with his legs at quarterback. But the Jets, on a lot of books, are only given two and a half. I love the Jets winning at home by a field goal in this game. Look, it's the ASC East. It's going to be a dogfight. These two teams know each other well. But I love the New York Jets and their home opener tomorrow night, or excuse me, tomorrow morning against the Buffalo Bills. That's my best bet. Surprisingly, I'm a little weary about betting on Sam Darnold or whatnot because he's good for a turnover or two. But I love Le'Veon Bell running all over this Buffalo Bills defense. They're going to make a statement. I love the Jets here winning by at least three points against the Buffalo Bills. I had it at two and a half. Now, I would say get it now because I could see this number going up to three. Okay, it, um, interesting, very interesting. I like that you took a game that's, you know, under a field goal spread and, you know, you went out there on a limb with a team that's not, you know, highly respected by the public and not a game that a lot of people would be looking to bet. Um, I'll tell you, you know, this, uh, this game opened Jets minus three and a half and was bet down to two and a half. That's not necessarily indicative of sharp money, but I, I'm a little suspicious that it might have been. Now, that doesn't mean that the sharps would have taken it at three. It's very, it's very uh, important to know the importance of a half point in NFL betting. Because if a sharp, if somebody, and when I say by sharp, somebody that's professional better, that does this for a living, that, that revolves their livelihood around betting on NFL and, and sports, when they take a team plus three and a half, that might not necessarily indicate that they would take plus three. Right. Or definitely not at, at two and a half. 
So just because they took Buffalo plus three and a half does not mean they would like it at, at, at plus two and a half. Not at all. So this game to me is a complete toss-up. I, I personally will not be putting my money on it. I can't bet a Buffalo Bills New York Jets game. <laughs> <laughs> but I definitely do uh, lean towards the Jets. I, I lean towards your side, and I think you make a strong argument as far as the improvements that's been made on that right. team. I just... It's just a game that I kind of want to stay away from personally. But I respect it, and I hope I'll root you in. I hope, I hope it cashes. So for my best bet, I'm going to go with a game that I, I, feel, I feel I'm fading the public, but I'm riding with the wise guys right. in a way because I think that a team that made it to the Super Bowl last year, that they're going to suffer from somewhat of a Super Bowl hangover, and... What the public often does that's the, the biggest mistake is that they bet what they saw last. Right. And we don't have anything last to build on because it's week one, aside from last season. And last season, what we saw last was the last game of last season, which right. was the Super Bowl. And that's the L.A. Rams. Now, the Rams, they ended up losing, right. but they were there. They made it to the final game. So a lot of people are going to say, oh, man, you're telling me. I can get Los Angeles Rams with Todd Gurley and Jared Goff and that offense and that Aaron Donald and that defense, and I have to lay less than a field goal? I think the public's going to be eating up Rams money. They're going to be just firing hard on the L.A. Rams. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to fade the public, which is one of my favorite things to do when betting in general, and I'm going to go with the home dog Carolina Panthers plus two and a half. I'm going to ride with Cam Newton. I'm going to ride with Christian McCaffrey. I'm going to ride with Luke Kuechel and that defense at home. And I'm going to say there's a very good chance Carolina wins this game outright. The plus two and a half obviously can be a, somewhat right. of a dead number. If you're taking a team plus two yep. and a half, you pretty much better feel like they can win the game outright, right. which I do. Right. So this is a fate of the public. I've already seen that sharp money has hit on Carolina. That's why you're seeing this line as low as two, actually. It opened. Here's a perfect example of how you can read where the sharp action has come. The line opened Rams minus three, right? And now I'm seeing it as low as minus one at some bucks, right? It's (laughs) damn near a pick. Do you think that that's public money that's fading no the Rams way. and betting on Carolina? No way. Or do you think that that's professional money, professional money. from the wise no guys doubt. and the sharps that's taking Carolina? Money. No doubt. I agree. So I'm going to ride with the guys that know what they're doing, that are not just watching you know, ESPN and following the latest trends, but they're actually studying how to make money and make a living off of this. Right. And I'm going to ride with those guys, and I'm going to take Carolina plus two and a half is my best bet for week one of the NFL. Bonte, I want to thank you for being here. It was a lot of fun. Yep, yep.